Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that were just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, were not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I love when I bring guests back who have been on our show before. So I'm thrilled to have Carol Stosh Stanley back here. And let me give you a little info on Stosh. She's a two-time Amateur Softball Association All-American third basewoman. She is a member of the ASA Softball National Champion Paintings Reds from Binghamton, New York. She established Varsity Softball Program at SUNY Binghamton, She's the godmother of Peruvian softball and helped establish softball in the South American country of Peru. She trained the Peruvian national softball team. Her Stan Mill mitt is part of the permanent collection in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. And it's the first product invented by a woman in that very Hall of Fame. She's the holder of nine sports-related U.S. patents an Outstanding Alumni Achievement Award winner from SUNY Fredonia, and she created Lace Locker and now the Lace Locker Scholarship Fund to send first-generation female students to college. It is just always so remarkable, as I know her, to see the achievements and the things that she has done in her life. Stash, welcome back to Word of Mom Radio. I'm so amazed. Uh, Dory, thank, thank you so much for your generosity and hosting, for your kind words. And things start to accumulate as you get older. So I say the more bullet items on one person's list, the older they must be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but amazing bullet items. Let everybody know, how did you get stuff? How did oh, you get that name? And who that, that? Great question. Great question. When I was little, my godfather... Uh, was Uncle Stosh. His first name was Stanley, and my last name is Stanley. And so we were just monkeying around. I think I was about two years old, and we would call him Uncle Stosh. And he would call, then he just started calling me Stasha. He was Stashu, which was the, I'm of Lithuanian ancestry. And so it went back and forth, Stashu and Stasha. And then I went away to college. There were four of us. And we were all in productions, theater, music arts uh, productions. And the very first rehearsal for a show would be where the director would block, where people would learn where they would move during uh, certain parts of the show. And uh, so the director would say, Carol, move over there. And the four of us would look at each other because the director wasn't calling us by our name yet in our character's name. One of my classmates put that nickname back on me, and it has stayed with me ever since. It's so fun to have that family. My brother 
you know, I was always chubby as a kid. So, you know, three brothers. <laughs> and then I started doing theater professionally and I moved out and I was on scholarship in a dance school. And I walk in one day and my brother's like, yo, Slim, what's up with that? And it just became Slimly. <laughs> so it's so funny because those nicknames, those things from childhood that just kind of follow along with you. Yeah, there's always a history. There is. Yeah. So talk to us about Lace Locker. For those people who haven't heard your show and don't know about Lace Locker, what it is and why you created it. Uh, I'm going to go to the why first. And uh, <clears throat> I've been a runner in my younger days. I do more walking than I do running now. But my running time before work would be uh, early in the morning. And of course, it was dark. And I oftentimes run with others. But this one morning, I was by myself. And I tripped on a loose shoelace. And I face planted. And uh, I got up from the ground and I, I didn't, my teeth were still intact. I had dirt in my mouth. I checked to make sure that nothing on my face was bleeding and I didn't really check anything else. And so I tied my shoelace and I ran the mile back to the sports club and I walked in the front door and they go, what happened to you? And I go, why? They go, well, look at your legs. I didn't realize that I had cut both my knees and the blood was running down my legs because I thought it was sweat. So my shoes and my socks were red. It was quite funny. So actually, um, I gave up my body for my business in that regard because I said, not doing this anymore. There's got to be a way to make sure that shoelaces don't come untied. And extra knots are not good. Every time you put an additional knot in your shoe, you are adding additional pressure to the top of your foot. And if you ever have a little red dot on the top of your foot where the lace knot has been when you take your shoes off, that's the site of a neuropathy. You are creating a neuropathy on the top of your foot because the top of your foot is like the top of your hand. It only has blood vessels, nerves, and skin. There's not really anything there to protect it. So. Um, the lace locker is simply uh, pieces of uh, weightless fabric that last forever and ever, and a, a few pieces of Velcro. And the process in, in manufacturing them is called sonic welding. So they're not the Velcro is not sewn to the fabric; it is sonically welded. And sonic welding is heat and pressure. And because you're dealing with oil-based products, both Velcro and the fabric, you have to develop the right amount of pressure and the right amount of heat to make those two things weld together. If you put too much pressure or too much heat, they melt. If you don't put enough pressure or enough heat, they don't maintain their bond and they would the Velcro would come away from the fabric. And so it's very simple. It's a tie, stow, and go. You slide it under the cross laces of your shoes. You tie your laces one single knot. You fold the laces into the device, and you close the panels. And it's called a locker because it's got little panels on it. So it's a locker for your shoes, lace locker. Why is that important for parents for their kids? Oh, my gosh. The statistics, one of my guys and I, we just talked about this last week. I think the statistic was of uh, childhood injuries, 
20, over 20% 20 of childhood injuries up to the age of 10, I think he said, were shoelace related. Now, okay, a little 795 device, okay, it's all a pair of lace lockers are, 795, can keep you, you, you get peace of mind, your kids, can, they don't have to worry, kids get frustrated when their shoelaces come untied and they're playing and they have to stop and, and, and they get real, they get mad. They get mad. <laughs> but if you put lace lockers on, teachers love them. They put them on the sh kids' shoes when they come into class. They don't spend all day tying the kids' shoes in class. They take them off and they put it in the kids' baskets. And so when they come in the next day, they put them on shoes. And uh, I haven't had luck in trying to get school systems to make it, but think about this. If 22%, there's a chance that kids in your school can fall and get injured. If you can add this to a kid's basket, you know, the what do you need for uh, uh, materials for school? You put it in that school basket. And I mean, it's peace of mind. It's peace of mind and they avoid injuries. You know, we were talking before we started recording about when kids are learning to tie their shoes and how beneficial it is for that little kid. Oh, so... Little ones don't have developed finger dexterity. That's why they have difficulty tying shoelaces. They make great big loops, and then they don't have much left to pull to make the knot. So they think they've knotted the shoes, but they haven't pulled anything tight enough, and so it eventually comes untied. So with a lace locker, you can use it as a progression tool because even if laces aren't tied, you can lay them inside the lace locker and the Velcro makes them stay exactly as they were when you put the laces in there. For advanced runners and athletes, they don't budge. They don't come loose. They don't flop around. They don't get wet. They don't get muddy. And when if you've ever tried to unknot wet, muddy, double knotted shoes, go get the fork. Get the fork, and the fork <laughs> is used to undo that whatnot. You don't have to worry about it when you have lace lockers. You know, it's such a great product. And like you said, seven ninety five for <laughs> peace of mind. You know, it, it, those are the things when sometimes you find somebody, some a product that's like, why didn't I think of that? That's that kind of product where you look at it, it's like, wow, why didn't I think of that? Because well, a lot of invention is right in front of us, Dory. And some people will say, I thought of that, and I will often say to them, well, why didn't you do something about it? The thought is one thing. Doing something about it is a little different. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, I remember a friend of mine who had the idea to do a keyboard with lights underneath, a lighted keyboard, so that way when you're working late at night, your keys would be lit, and he bought the keyboard, he bought a Dremel tool, he bought this, he bought that, never did a thing. And maybe ah. five years later was watching something and there was this. There it was. He called me. He said, you know, it's the difference between you and I. I'm a dreamer. You're a doer. <laughs> I said, and there you go. And that's what it boils down to. There are dreamers and then there are doers. Well, you know? and then you, you build a collaboration because obviously none of this I've done completely on our own because that is not how we make it in the world. Uh, and when I found the right person or persons to collaborate with to get all the pieces together to make things happen, to, to bring a product to market is, well, it's quite interesting. It's arduous. 
and you have to be persistent. And if you're not persistent, okay, not going to happen. Not going to happen. You know, uh, just means you didn't ask the right person at the right time, the right question, or any of those three things in combination. No is not terminal. No is not a light switch on or off. No is a dimmer switch. You have to figure out where the right spot on the dimmer is. And it's, it's always, you know, teaching, coaching, managing. They're all the same. We're all gardeners. We provide the right amount of water, light, air, and fertilizer. So when you're collaborating with somebody, I love to bring people together with different talents that I don't have to bring us to bring us together to use our individual talents collectively uh, to make something awesome. Like I can't draw worth crap, but I have all my ideas in my head and the movies playing in my head. And so here I am, I have this police locker idea in my head along with others and I can't draw. I, I can do stick figures, but it's really bad. So it took me quite a while to find a design engineer who, when I would describe something, he understood and he translated it into designs. And then we went back and forth. And that relationship has been so special to me because I can I can call him up or send him a note and he he understands. It's like a language translator. I'm talking in a language that's being translated into a CAD design. And it's so awesome to, that's like teaching, okay? You structure the environment when you teach. We don't teach kids anything. We decide to learn. When we decide to learn in an environment that is conducive to what the material is that's being presented and it interests us, when we learn and we it stays with us memorizing is not learning i'm so there with you on that i remember when my kids were going to school and i used to tell them all the time you guys want to play sports you want to be with your friends your job is school that puts a roof over your head food on the table clothes on your back so all of you are smart i'm not going to force you to be straight a students but all of you have those capabilities however if you want to play sports, you got one C plus in an academic subject. After that, obviously, you can't manage your time. However, when it comes to doing a school project that isn't based on memory and memorizing and everything else, because that's just spitting out information, when you're creating something for a project, you come back with less than an A, you and I are going to have a problem. <laughs> because if you don't put your best into this, you and I are going to have a problem. You know, and that was, it was so funny because I only had one kid one time. Progress reports came in. He had a C minus in science. I was like, well, I guess you're not playing baseball. Oh, that went down. him go to the game in his uniform and sit on the bench. And his coach was like, I have threatened that. I would never do it. I said, I don't make idle threats. One game. He thought he was out for the whole series until his, you know, report card came in. I'm tucking my kids in that night, and there's my son with his mitt, his ball. I could see the silver tracks of his tears. Never had to miss another game. He still holds that against me. <laughs> he still. And I said to him, I said, you know what? Welcome to parenting. How many games did you ever have to miss? 
I said, you missed one game, taught you a lifelong lesson that you still are angry at me about, but that's what parenting's about. Yeah. I wasn't there to be your friend. I was there to teach you how to manage your time as a parent. So let's face it, being a parent's not a popularity contest. No, no, but uh, the trend with parents today seems to be they want to be their child's best friend. Yeah, that's a whole other show, Stash. Yeah. That's a whole other show. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break to say hey. thank you to our fabulous sponsors and we'll be back in just a moment. Here on Word of Mom Radio. Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers, and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking to Carol Stosh family about Lace Locker. And you've got a new product that's come out with Lace Locker, the You Do Shoe Creator Kit. Please tell me about that because it looks so fun. Okay, so uh, in talking with people in focus groups about um, how to make a lace locker become even more um, viable in people's thinking. We talked that oh, the little the kids got it right away, and they didn't even have a lace locker or a creator's kit in their possession. We were just talking with them about the concept of being able to take labels and design whatever it is they want to put on t on the top panel 
of their lace lockers and then put them on their shoes. So we put together the You Do Shoe Creators Kit and the child gets to create the design that they want for the top of their shoes. The, the kit comes with a six color pen, 30 ad, very adhesive labels that can be put on top of the panel, the top panel of the lace locker and a lace a pair of lace lockers. And this is an opportunity for parents to get peace of mind. Get your kids out of that 22% possible injury from uh, a shoelace issue and to help encourage them to be creative or to get a kid and give it as a gift to somebody for their birthday. Or, you know, they got a really good report card and they can put it up, you know, they can puff their own chest up and they can, or they can, you know, they can uh, mix and match with friends. Um, but it's just, it's so, and the parents, and we haven't, the, the, the creator's kit right now is only on Etsy. That's where we've started. You can't buy it on the Lace Locker uh, website directly, but on the Lace Locker website, there's a link to take you to the kit, and it's on Etsy. Um, and we're just starting uh, to roll this out, but I, just for the life of me, uh, opportunity to sit down, easy little projects with a parent. Mother or father can do this. Lay the labels out and just watch, just give the kid a chance to figure out what they want to put on there. Peel the label off, put it on the top of the lace lockers, put the lace lockers on the shoes, tuck your kids' laces in the lace lockers and move away they go. Mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or whoever, peace of mind, child's out there strutting their thing and showing I got, I got this on my, and they, it's not about the protection of the lace locker. It's about the unique customization from their creativity. And so it's a double, it's a win-win. The parents win the safety and the child gets to, you know, express their creativity. So I love that. And it really is a benefit to moms everywhere yeah. to be able to use something like this. Yeah. Really moms can do it for themselves too. Why not? <laughs> or have their kids do it for them. Oh, that would be spell. Let the kids do it for them. Yeah, that yeah, would really a good be idea. a lot of fun. Good idea. Or they can make match sets. There you go. Yeah. You know, there see, these are the things that I love. This is why I love having people back. I really do, because I love watching the evolution of the ideas that are out there. In the beginning, when I first introduced you, I was talking about your scholarship, the Lace Locker Scholarship Fund. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to share that okay. with everybody um, and what that's about. When I received the Outstanding Alumni Achievement Award from my undergraduate school, SUNY Fredonia, <clears throat> I knew that I had to give something back. I wanted to give something back, and I didn't quite know what it was. And at that time, uh, my mom, uh, was getting on an age and she needed residential care and I would go and visit her as often as I could. One time I was traveling on a trip to Florida and I was thinking when I'm riding the shuttle, it was in Orlando, and um, riding in the shuttle, I got to do something. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And as the doors on the shuttle open, if you have you ever been in Orlando? I have. 
Okay, the doors on the shuttle open, and I they opened, and I said, oh, my God, I just realized what I wanted to do. And I pulled out my phone, and it didn't have any juice. I went directly across the hall, slid down the wall next to an outlet, plugged my phone in, and called the development officer um, at Fredonia and said, Heather, I know what I want to do. I want to create a scholarship fund. I didn't know all the details about it, but I knew that it would be from the sale of lace lockers. Then um, when I went home to tell my mom about the, um, the award that I had received, I remember my mom was in a wheelchair by then, and I, I always would sit down on the floor so I was at my mom's eye level. I didn't want her to have to, you know, look up. And so the, the people at, at the, um, the residential facility was always knew if I was sitting on the floor, I was there with my mom. It never bothered me. And my mom was not very verbal. And so I had um, figured out what I wanted to do. And then I said to her, uh, mom, you know, I got the award and I figured out what I wanted to do. I wanted to create a scholarship fund and I wanted to do it in your memory because you only went to eighth grade and you were a zealot about us doing our homework, being good in school. And I, I want to create this Lace Locker Scholarship Fund in your honor to send first-generation female students to college. And that every time I tell this, I still get choked. And as the tears came down my mom's face, the only thing she said was, you're doing the right thing. Aww. And that was it. But I knew that for the rest of my life, my goal in everything that I do, at, specifically with Lace Locker, is that all the profits from our sales go to that scholarship fund. So we are a very social cause um, business, but that's the backstory. But And that's why it's for first-generation female students, because my mom only went to eighth grade, but she knew education was important. And so... Um, there are now, there's my mom's scholarship. These are all at Fredonia right now. There is the Female Jazz Musician Lace Locker Pursue Excellence Scholarship. There is the Selena Baez Sotomayor Pursue Excellence Scholarship. That one is named in honor of Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor's mom. And I had the privilege and the pleasure of meeting uh, her mom and Sonia in person when we had the luncheon to ded dedicate the scholarship. And then I just partnered with the president at my undergraduate school for the Lace Locker Pursue Excellence Scholarship for uh, first-generation female students mm -hmm. of African descent. You are doing such amazing work. Uh, no, no, there are other people that are helping me. And so we've got 12 kids on scholarship right now. Wow. We have also created a scholarship at my high school in the honor of my parents. And that Lace Locker Pursue Excellence Scholarship recipient is graduating this coming May, is going to Colgate on a full ride to play basketball. The first graduate from Fredonia on my mom's Pursue Excellence Scholarship graduates this May. And uh, she didn't do well her first term in school, and I didn't quite pick her up quickly enough to be able to try and mentor from afar. But that lady is a Dean's List student today, so she graduates uh, in May. Uh, the daughter 
of one of the Peruvian players that I coached finished nursing school last May on a Lace Locker Pursue Excellence Scholarship. So talk about full circle. And the local high school, I've created uh, six scholarships for first-generation female students. So, yeah, it's uh, the biggest one that surprised me but didn't surprise me, took me two years to cultivate, was the one for um, Sonia Sotomayor. But what an exceptional story. If you read Sonia's My Beloved I think it's called My Beloved World. Fascinating read, and you'll understand when you read that why I created the scholarship in her mom's honor. And fortunately, her mom was still alive and was able to attend that luncheon three years ago. It was, you know, and they're sitting, and Sonia asked me to make sure I sat next to her. And I go, well, okay, but I didn't expect to be sitting next to her. Uh, but I got the opportunity because my sister-in-law is a physician, and she went to medical school with Sonia's brother. So that's how it started. And the moral of the story is you never know whom you will encounter anywhere. And one of my high school teachers, Sister Mary Roberts, said to me, always give someone a reason to remember you. And I call that bubbling. Is that you, and, and you know, it's easy. Dory, you do it all the time. We do it by asking questions and listening to people. Listening. The, the most valuable communicative tool we have is our ears and our eyes, not our mouth. Mouth is hazardous. It certainly can be. <laughs> I definitely learned as my life was progressing that I was given two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And two eyes, too, because the eyes can also be a great sensing mechanism. Exactly. Stash, I have to ask you, who do you feel has been that greatest influence in your life? And how is it manifested as you've gone? Uh, I would say I have to do two. One is Sister Mary Robert, my teacher from my high school. And the other is my mom. Because nothing was, and probably my dad too, but nothing was ever good enough in our household so that I developed this better tomorrow than today manifesto. And then I'll give a great example of uh, nothing was ever good enough is I played competitive softball and I don't know how old was I, maybe maybe 14 or 15. And my dad was a labor leader in Syracuse, so he was very well known. And I was playing in a tournament. And my dad came and I was catching that. And my dad is behind home plate, heckling the home plate umpire because he knew him from where my dad's union was affiliated. And I'm, I'm there saying to myself, dad, please shut up. I'm not going to get any calls. Okay. I'm not going to get any calls. If you do. So after the game, we won the game. I got a triple and we won the game. And the two teams are walking across, shaking hands. And at the end, of the opposing team's line is my dad. And I'm saying to myself, what is he doing over to myself? And I'm starting to seize because he doesn't belong in that line. And he walks up and he comes past me. And all he said was, in his big six foot five, 240 pound voice, why wasn't it a home run? <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I, I, it was a gift. Because I have an insatiable appetite. Nobody will outwork me. They won't outwork me if it's picking worms. 
because I'm going to water the ground for two hours and force the worms out. You're going to try to pull them out of the dry earth and they're going to break off and they're going to be useless for fishing. Not going to outwork me. On that note, what a great way for us to end this conversation. Stash, you are always such an amazement to me. I'm <laughs> oh, so, you know, this is where I feel my life is so lucky that this show has introduced me to such remarkable people, and you are right on that list. You always have been. You, know, you need to go look in the mirror, girl, because what you do is a, it, it's just a fantastic medium, mechanism, and your openness and willingness uh, to give women and moms the opportunity to have a little bit of a chance to tell some of their story and uh, I'm going to try and get, uh, send me a, a note that gives me your shipping address. I'm going to get two creator's kits sent to you for your grandkids. Oh, they will love it. I will send you pictures. Okay, great. They will love to draw. I will yeah, definitely great. send you pictures. Great. They will absolutely love it. Stash, let everybody know how they can reach out to you. Uh, LaceLocker.com. LaceLocker.com. Our contact uh, information is there. Um, all the information about LaceLocker, the scholarships, uh, the SC You Do Shoe Creators Kit is first and foremost there. Hopefully within uh, sometime in 2023, I'll be coming back to you with the competitor from LaceLocker, which is the next uh, version uh, of Lace Locker, and uh, that and the phone number is there for people to call if they want to send an email, whatever. I'm open. Any comments, conversations, uh, anything we can do to collaborate with people to get those kits or Lace Lockers into their classrooms. Uh, we custom brand. We can put somebody's logo on there, school logo, whatever. Just reach out and let me know. And, and Dory, to you, from the bottom of my heart, okay, Thank you so much. Oh, Stash, really, I'm serious. It is a privilege to be in a place to be able to share your work and your commitment to not only keeping people safe, but to promoting and encouraging and inspiring women athletes and first-generation kids to go to college because of your mom. Yep. You know, today is a very special day, even though this show isn't going to air on January 9th. Today is 29 years that my mom started to grace heaven with her presence. And my heart, the fact that your mom was such an inspiration to you, I know what my mom has always been for me. So it's probably why we are such kindred spirits in so many ways. So, Thank you. They're right. On, she's right on your shoulder and mine's right on my shoulder. Yep. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? She's, they're always there. And always find their way to let us know that yep. they are there. It, you know, it's just that we can't put our arms around them, but we can put our hearts around them. So that's, that's what works. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank here. you. Love you, Dory. Have good, safe health. Take care of those kids. Yeah, I certainly will. And I love you too. And okay. all of Stasha's links are going to be live. You will love Lace Locker and you're really going to love the You Do Shoe Creators Kit. It's so much fun. So all the links will be there for all of you tuning in. Thank you so much for spending time with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you.
Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is.